Hi, welcome back to Idgits and Aspects, a supernatural podcast. I'm Lynn. And I'm Rochelle. And today we are talking about season six, episode 10, called Caged Heat. So we start out inside Crowley's monster prison. The alpha shapeshifter is chained to a chair and is looking like Crowley. <laughs> looking like Crowley? <laughs> yep, look, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep, he's shapeshifted into Crowley. Yeah. So the alpha says, I told you, I don't know anything about... Crowley hits him in the face with a baseball bat. <laughs> Crowley <laughs> says, sorry, but your exceptional good looks aren't enough to buy you any mercy. I suggest you talk. What should we use next? Speculum or something more exotic? <laughs> what is he going to use a speculum on? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we making room for a hot poker up the bum or something? Like, what's <laughs> <Yep>. going on? <laughs> He's going to crank something open. <laughs> I don't think he particularly cares what end it is that he cranks up. <laughs> he wants to crank something open. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Oh okay. <laughs> the alpha says, look, it's purgatory. All I know is I go there when I die. It's not like I can draw you a map. Crowley says, I happen to know you can. The alpha says, you're wrong. Crowley says, my sources are unimpeachable. You're the father of your entire species. You're really not pulling off this dumb blonde act. I hope you appreciate just how much effort I've gone to find something that can actually hurt you. My tinkering has cost several lesser shifters their lives. He holds up a knife and says, Iridium, rarer than hell. Would have been cheaper to drop a castle on you, but I think we all agree. Worth it. So you start talking or I stop chopping all the bits that stick out. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> yep. The alpha says, you go ahead, mate. See if it makes me... But Crowley stabs him in the sh shoulder with a knife. Crowley says, what was that? Purgatory's where? The shapeshifter spits blood into his face. And sa Crowley says, what is it with you animals? Did I tell you this person? Nope, that's not what he says. What is it with you animals? <laughs> Did I tell you this prison has a nursery? All yours. I know how much you care about them. You spent months gathering them to your bosom. Not so cocky now, are we? Finding purgatory is important to me. You have five seconds to tell me where it is. After that, I'll fillet them in front of you. Toss their spines in your lap. Four, three, two. The alpha says, kill them all. We'll make more. Crowley puts down the baby monitor he had picked up, takes up a machete, and beheads the shapeshifter. Crowley says, guess I kind of lost my head. And then we get our opening title sequence. Such a bad pun. <laughs> that was pretty bad, yeah. I mean, pretty good, but also pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. So we cut to Sam and Dean driving up to a building with a prisoner in their backseat. They're meeting with some demons. Uh, one of the demons says, you're late. Dean says, traffic was a bitch. Sam says, one Rougarou. Dean says, where's Crowley? The demon says, banging a hooker in a sweet spot called none of your business. Dean says, oh, look at that, Sam. Demon trying to be funny. Sam says, oh, is that what just happened? Demon says, night girl. Dean says, night, sorry, the demon says, night girls, not girl. Night girl. Night night. <laughs> Check you later, girl. <laughs> Dean says, wait, wait, hold up, hold up. Are we ever going to see Crowley again, or is he just going to keep sending his demon extras to pick up his laundry? The demon says, I'm sorry, I know you're speaking. I see your lips moving, but I can't understand what you're saying because I don't speak, little bitch. Oh, jeez. And then the demon drives away. That was a pretty good line. <laughs> It is a pretty good line, and I'm kind of surprised that Dean didn't really have a comeback for that. He just kind of, like, let it happen, was like, wait, what do I say? You know? Yeah, he's just like, oh. He's usually pretty quick with that. <laughs> yeah. Dean says, remember when we used to gank demons? So we cut to Sam and Dean walking into the old house that they're squatting in. 
Dean says, no, man, screw it. I'm done. Sam says, calm down. Dean says, we've been going on these freaking Crowley runs and it's not getting us anywhere. I mean, the only thing that's really changed is now I need a daily rape shower. <laughs> Sam says, okay, you're right. Let's go with plan B. Oh yeah, we don't have one. So till we do, sorry, dude, stock up on soap and on rope. Dean, if you want to get my soul back, that's what we got to do. Okay. Dean says, yeah, you even want it back. Sam says, I'm working for Crowley, aren't I? Dean turns his back on Sam to get a drink and says, yeah, well, who's the, uh, that's not what he says. He says, yeah, well, <laughs> who says he's going to hold up his end? You know, it's Crowley. Did you ever think of that? Right? He turns, his, he turns back around and finds Sam gone. Dean says, so I guess the moment's over. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Sam. Sam doesn't respond. So Dean gets out his gun and finds Sam in another room unconscious. Then a demon comes up behind him and knocks him out. We cut to Sam and Dean waking up tied to some chairs. Dean says, what now? Sam always waking up tied to stuff. <laughs> God, can I never wake up that way, please? I know, right? <laughs> I sort of assumed growing up, that was one of those things, too, that, like, I assumed would happen one day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. And, like, yep. do I need to carry a Swiss Army knife up my sleeve just so for those moments <laughs> where I need to cut myself out of, a, you know, a chair? I mean... It wouldn't hurt. <laughs> I got my good old, right. uh, good old Winchester over here. Oh, nice. But I like your knife. Me too. It's a Winchester, which means, you know, even better. Yeah. Mostly because of the name. Not because I know anything about the brand, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So Sam says, I think I know who you can ask. Dean says, evil bitch. Meg says, keep sweet talking. This could go in a whole new direction. <laughs> Dean says, Meg, I've been dying to see you again. Meg says, well, here I am, big boy. So what should we do now? Dean says, how about I rip you to shreds? Meg says, kinky, I like. A little Q&A first, if you don't mind. Now, where's your boss? Sam says, you think we work for somebody? Meg says, I happen to know for a fact you've been juggling Crowley's orphans. Now, where is he? Sam says, don't know, don't care. Meg says, you've been working his beat for months. Sam says, doesn't mean we get FaceTime. Meg straddles Dean and says, I just love that Meg is a straddler. Do you remember that episode where she did all that straddling? Yeah. <laughs> she's still like, straddling. Just climb in your lap real quick. I know. It's a, new, it's a new meat suit, too, and she's still straddling. Uh, apparently, she's just a straddler. It's fine. <laughs> I can respect that. Uh, you can I do you, boo-boo. Yeah. <laughs> you go on and straddle whoever you want. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so Meg says, um, where's he take all those things you snatch up for him? I bet you an all-day sucker, that's where his majesty's hold up. Okay, officially over the full play. The full play? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I am struggling. Okay. Meg, Meg says, officially over the foreplay. Satisfy me or I please myself. And she holds a knife up against the throat. I know. I love Meg. <laughs> I love her. Sam laughs. Dean says, is something funny, Sam? Sam says, yeah, Meg. Dean says, really? Because where I'm sitting, Sam says, don't worry. She can't do jack squat. She's totally screwed. Dean says, Sam, not helping. Sam says, look at her, Dean. She's furious. If she could kill you, she would have done it by now. She's running. Meg says, am I? Sam says, judging by the level of flop sweat all over you, yeah, which means you're running from Crowley, which makes sense. Crowley would want to hunt down all of Lucifer's loyalists now that he's the big man on campus. Meg says, how would you know? 
Sam says, it's what I do. She can't kill us. She needs us to get her to Crowley so she can stick that knife in his neck. It's him or her. Dean says, well, I hope you both lose, but good luck. Sam says, so you know what you got to do now, right? Meg says, let me guess. You're going to tell me. <laughs> Sam says, work with us. Dean says, whoa, what? Sam says, we'll hand you Crowley on with a bow on one condition. We come with you and you help us wring a little something out of him before you hack him to bits. Meg says, what? Sam says, doesn't matter. Question is, can you get us what we need? Meg says, I apprenticed under Alistair in hell, just like your brother. So Dean, can I make Crowley do whatever I want? Dean says, yeah, she can. Meg says, it's a deal then. Hugs and puppies all around. Dean says, you gonna untie us? Meg says, please, don't pretend you don't enjoy it. Meg and her crew go to leave. One of her demons walks up to Dean and gets real close. Dean says, you gonna kiss me? Meg says to the demon, come on. So we cut to Sam and Dean, untied now. <laughs> Dean says, what are you doing? Sam says, what do you mean? Dean says, I mean, what are you doing? Sam says, Dean, you wanted to screw over Crowley. Merry Christmas. What? Dean says, you want to work with a demon again? Sam says, we're working with demons now. I'm doing this because I want to stop. Dean says, she killed Ellen and Joe. Sam says, I know, but you can't look at this emotionally, Dean. We need her. Dean says, the hell we do. That little bitch is going to screw us over so fast. Sam says, of course, which is why we'll screw her first. <laughs> Meg and her little posse are Everybody's dead. screwing everybody. <laughs> There's all this like straddling and screwing going around. <laughs> God. It's getting a little strange over here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, Sam says, Meg and her little posse are dead the second we're done with them. Dean says, yeah, if they don't kill us. Sam says, they won't because we're bringing insurance. So we cut to Sam outside the house praying to Castiel. Sam says, Castiel, we need you. It's important. Cass, we found something. It's this gold box. Apparently Nazis were after it back in the day. Someone opened it and their face melted off. I think, ready for this? The Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, so Cass appears and says, I'm here, Sam. Where's the box? <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's a thing. Like, people have been looking for that for a long time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, Sam says, I can't believe you fell for that. That was the plot of Raiders, idiot. Castiel says, I'm mid-battle, Sam. Sam says, I could give a rat's ass about your little pissing match with Raphael. With Raphael. Cass says, listen to me, Sam. Sam says, no, you listen. I don't care what you're dealing with up in heaven. You owe me. Cass says, you may not care, but believe me. Sam says, I'm sorry. Do you think we're here to talk this out? Cass <laughs> says, Sam, I can't just. Sam says, if you don't help us, I will hunt you down and kill you. Cass says, will you, boy? How? Sam says, I don't know yet, but I will look until I find out, and I don't sleep. Cass says, you need help, Sam. Sam says, I need your help. So we cut to Sam and Cass entering the house. Dean says, you actually showed. Wow, Sam, I owe you a chicken dinner. What happened? <laughs> Sam says, no big. This is what friends do for each other. Um, which, I mean, I find pretty horrific that Sam just threatened Castiel's life. Yeah. That really irritated me. That really irked my tater. <laughs> well, Sam is not really himself currently, so... <laughs> I know! It's just like, really? You're gonna hunt him down and kill him? Like, come on. He's just... Here's the thing, is that he has no emotions, so he's willing to do whatever it takes to do whatever he needs to do, and it doesn't bother him, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. that... That's those things that like they flicker across your mind for a moment, but then you're like, I couldn't do that. <laughs> you yeah, know? 
Right. But he doesn't have that filter of, oh, I shouldn't or couldn't do that. It's like a, oh, this is the first thing that flickered across my mind. I'm going to do the thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know? So we cut to Cass doing a spell to find Crowley. Cass says, it's not working. Crowley's hidden from me. Dean says, well, it looks like we're going to have to try this the hard way. So we cut to the Campbell compound, compound, (laughs) Cass, Sam, and Dean are snooping around Samuel's study, but Samuel walks in. Samuel says, can I help you? What do you want? Dean says, we want to know where Crowley is. Samuel says, even if I knew, why would I tell you? Dean says, because you're our grandfather. Sam says, Samuel, I'm going to get my soul back. Samuel says, who says you can get it back? Sam says, me. Samuel says, look, I'd like to help, but I'm sorry. Dean says, it's your grandson's soul. Samuel says, I can't. Dean says, what's wrong with you? Do you want to work for Crowley? Cass, can you give us a minute? And so Cass disappears. Dean says, we're your blood, but if you don't want to help us, I can't make you. But I just got to know why. What is Crowley holding over you? What is Crowley holding over you? You owe us that. Samuel takes out a picture of young Mary and hands it to Dean. Dean says, mom? Samuel says, he's going to give her back to me. Dean says, Crowley's going to bring mom back from the dead? Samuel says, you tell me you don't want her back. You know, the one difference between us, you know how to live without her. Dean says, look, I know how you feel. Samuel says, no, you don't. She's my daughter and she's dead and I can do something about it. Dean says, do you really think Crowley's going to make good here? Samuel says, he brought Sam back and me. Dean says, trust me, don't go down that road. Sam says, what are you saying? Samuel says, what are you saying? Dean says, I'm saying, stop trying. It's going to go nowhere good. Samuel, I know we've had our differences, but I'm your grandson. I'm telling you, this is wrong for so many reasons. Samuel says, you hypocrite. Dean says, I'm asking you to learn from our mistakes. Doing this, this is how the bad guys get us every time. It's our Achilles heel. Apparently, it runs in the family. We will figure something else out, okay? Samuel says, I'm sorry, Dean. Dean says, fine, bring her back. But what are you going to tell her? You're going to tell her you made a deal with a demon that you wouldn't help out her sons? Samuel says, that's enough. Just get out. So we cut to inside the squatting house. Uh, Cass is watching porn while Sam and Dean do research. (laughs) Cass says, it's very complex. Dean Dean says, "Mm mm-hmm. Castiel says, if the pizza man truly loves this babysitter, why does he keep slapping her rear? Perhaps she's done something wrong. <laughs> He's just like, not a care in the world, just analyzing porn in front of yeah. his only two friends. You know? <laughs> exactly. Dean says, you're watching porn? Why? Cass says, it was there. Dean says, you don't watch porn in a room full of dudes and you don't talk about it. Just turn it off. Cass looks down at his lap. Dean says to Sam, well, now he's got a boner. (laughs) He's like, what's happening to me right now? What's going on? (laughs) (sighs) Someone knocks on the door. Dean answers it, and it's Samuel. Samuel says, this is what you boys do, sit around watching pornos with angels? Cass says, we're not supposed to talk about it. He says it like they've been in cahoots about this for a while. I like, know. We're going to do this. That whole we're scene. We're not going to talk about it. Yeah. That whole scene is just comedy gold. I yeah. love it. I love it. Uh, Dean says, why are you here, Samuel? Samuel says, it's what Mary would want. Now, this is what I know. Whatever we bag ends up there. He shows them a map and says, uh, that's where he tortures them, interrogates them. I don't really know. Only been outside the places, but it's a death trap. Nothing gets in that Crowley doesn't want in, and nothing gets out, period. 
Dean says, well, thanks. Samuel says, I wish you wouldn't do this. Sam says, come with us. Samuel says, I may be soft, but I'm not suicidal, and he leaves. So we cut to outside the house. Meg and her crew are there waiting. Meg says to Castiel, remember me? I sure remember you, Clarence. Cass says, Clarence! Clarence, I know, I love it. (laughs) Cass says, why are we working with these abominations? Meg says, keep talking dirty. Makes my meat suit all dewy. (laughs) (laughs) She's got some really good one-liners. Yes, she does. And they're all naughty. I love it. They all are. Every single one. (laughs) Yeah. Dean says, all right, simmer down. We know where Crowley is. Meg says, great. Do tell. Sam says, yeah, tell you so you can just leave us for dead. Meg says, you boys have some serious abandonment issues. You know that? Sam says, we'll show you, all right, but we're all going together. Meg says, what? I'm just supposed to trust you? Sam says, no, you're not that stupid. Give me the knife for a minute. Meg says, no, I'm not that stupid. Sam says, do you want us to take you to Crowley or not? So she gives Sam Ruby's knife. He kills the demon that got in Dean's face earlier. Sam says, you saw him. He was more interested in killing us than getting the job done. I just did all of us a favor. Meg says, hey, you just going to keep that? Sam says, you took this from us. I'm taking it back. We leave in one hour. Meg looks Castile up and down and smiles at him. We cut to inside the house. Dean is packing and talking to Cass. Dean says, Cass, you know, you could help. Cass says, I'm ambivalent to whatever we're attempting. Dean says, well, breaking into Monster Gitmo is not exactly a two-for-one in the champagne room. Cass says, I'm not sure retrieving Sam's soul is wise. Dean says, wait, what? Why? Cass says, I want him to survive. Dean says, what are you talking about? Cass says, Sam's soul has been locked in the cage with Michael and Lucifer for more than a year, and they have nothing to do but take their frustrations out on him. You understand? If we try to force that mutilated thing down Sam's gullet, we have no idea what will happen. It could be catastrophic. Dean says, you mean he dies. Cass says, I mean he doesn't. Paralysis, insanity, psychic pain so profound that he is locked inside himself for the rest of his life. Dean says, but you're saying you don't know anything for sure. I mean, he could be fine. Cass says, he could be, yes. Dean says, okay then. Cass says, but I sincerely doubt it. Dean says, well, if he's not fine, then you fix him. Cass says, Dean, I wouldn't know where to begin. Dean says, then you figure it out, Cass. Come on. I mean, the guy's a friggin' replicant. He needs his soul. Look, we get it back. And if there are complications, then we will figure out a way to deal with those two. Cass says, of course. Or we fail and Sam suffers horrifically. And then we see that Sam is standing in the shadows, eavesdropping. So we cut to outside Crowley's. Yeah, he is. (laughs) Always there. (laughs) We cut to outside Crowley's monster prison. Dean says, it seems pretty quiet. Castiel says, it's not. I can feel it. Meet me at the side door. Cass opens a door and lets the boys, Meg, and her demons inside. Dean says, this all seem a little too easy for you? Sam says, way too easy. They walk through a hallway lined with cells and see Brigetta, a a djinn from the episode, um, from the first episode of this season, if you remember her. I was like... Why did they, because they, I, that was, they put um, her name in the captions, and I was like, why did they put her name in the captions? Why does it, it's like just random. Yeah, why does it matter, right? Yeah, why does it matter? And th- that makes more sense that she's yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. Um, let's see. She says, is someone there? Please help me. Please, you got to get me out of here. Sam says, come on, Dean, we got to move. So they keep going down the hallways. Castiel says, wait. Dean says, what is it? Uh, and we hear some dogs barking. Meg says, damn it, here come the guards. 
Dean says, hellhounds, go. So they run through some doors. Uh, that's not what I wrote here. Let's see. <laughs> My writing is exceptionally bad in this transcript here. <laughs> okay. So they all run through some doors except for Meg's two remaining demons who get turned into hellhound chow. They're like a bloody mess. Like there's splatters everywhere. There was lots of splatters. Yeah, <laughs> they keep the doors or they get the doors closed with a stick and draw a salt line. Dean says, "I knew this was a trap." Meg says, "What do you want? A cupcake?" Sam says, "All right, that should keep him out." Dean says, "Not for long. How many of them are there?" Meg says, "Lots. I'll be pulling from you. I'll be pulling for you from Cleveland." <laughs> Dean, Dean says, "What?" Meg says, "I didn't know this was going to happen." Right side. Then chewing up my meat suit. I'll buy you a few seconds. Seacrest out. <laughs> Meg tries to smoke out of her body, but nothing happens. Cass says, a spell, I think, from Crowley. Within these walls, you're locked inside your body. Dean says, karma's a bitch, bitch. <laughs> Sam takes out Ruby's knife. Dean says, what are you going to do? Dean says, what are you doing? Going to slash it thin air until you hit something? Sam says to Meg, you can see them. Take this. Hold them off. It's our best shot. Meg says, at Crowley, take it and go. You kill that smarmy dick. I'll hold off the dogs. Dean says, how are you going to do that? Meg kisses Cass while grabbing his angel blade. Cash, Cash? <laughs> Cass pushes her up against the wall and kisses her extensively. <laughs> He's like, got real into it real fast. <laughs> he got real into it. I love it. He was like moving his hands through her hair and like on her, <laughs> on her upper chest. And yeah. I was like, I was like, ooh. <laughs> That's Cass. a good kiss. <laughs> okay, Cass. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> Meg says, what was that? Cass says, I learned that from the pizza man. So just like, yeah, just that's fine. I learned it from the pizza man. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Meg says, well, A plus for you. I feel so clean. Okay, gotta go. Dean says, whoa, is that going to work on a hellhound? Meg says, well, we're about to find out. Run. So the boys leave Meg behind to fight the dogs. We cut to the boys in a stairway. Um, Dean says, can't see Jack. Suddenly Samuel is there. He uses the angel banishing sigil and Cass disappears in a bright light. Stupid Samuel. I know. What a motherfucker. <laughs> God. For real though. I mean, yeah. I kind of, I love the actor, especially from, you know, his character in the X-Files, but I just hate him in this show. Yeah. Like, the actor, he's a good actor, but I do not like this character. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's going to be... There's not really any redeeming qualities about him. Yeah, exactly. He's going to be in um, Jared's new show, Walker, as Jared's dad. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't that cool? Huh. That's cool. Yeah. They're taking all the supernatural peeps. Because now Jen is actually playing his wife in Walker. I know. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that's it. That's cool. Ruby and Sam together again. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to watch that show. I bet every Supernatural fan watches that show, and the show does well because of it. Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah. They're probably doing that for a reason. Yeah, I think so. Um, sorry, Eric just came in the room for a second and distracted me. So. Oh, you're good. <laughs> That's why I was like, duh, what? Okay. <laughs> well, what is happening? Okay, so Dean says, Cass, and then they see Samuel. Dean says, you sold us out. Uh, damn you, Samuel. A couple of demons restrain Sam and Dean. Then Crowley is there. Crowley says, yes. And I have to say, best purchase I've made since Dick Cheney. Dean says, hiya, Crowley. How's tricks? Crowley says, above your pay grade. Been working. Big things. Alas, you'll be too dead to participate. Dean says, really? 
Crowley says, shame I have to do away with you both. Rather enjoyed your indentured servitude. The demons put Sam and Dean in separate cells. We cut to Meg killing the last hellhound. She's covered in blood. Then she gets knocked down by Christian Campbell, who is still possessed. He, he takes her angel blade. Uh, we cut to Dean in a cell. Dean yells, Sam? Sam says, yeah. Dean says, I'm standing in pee. <laughs> He's like, this is the one thing that I have to be disturbed about right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm standing in pee. Sam says, consider yourself lucky. Dean says, yikes, that sucks. <laughs> a window in their cell door opens and it's and, and, blah, blah, a window in Dean's cell door opens and it's Samuel. Dean says, you want forgiveness. Find a priest. Samuel says, I just want you to understand. Dean says, oh, I understand that you're a liar. You talk about putting blood first, which is funny because you sound just like my dad. The difference is he actually did. Samuel says, I am putting blood first. Dean says, oh, give me a break. Samuel says, Mary's my blood, my daughter. Don't come at me like I sold you out, Dean. You sold out your own mother. It was her, Sam, and you chose Sam, plain and simple. Dean says, oh, that is such crap. You want to know what really happened? You chose a demon over your own grandsons. Samuel says, see it how you want. I don't even know what Sam is, and you want me to protect him? And you, you're a stranger. No, really, tell me, what exactly are you supposed to be to me? Dean says, I'll tell you who I am. I'm the guy you never want to see again. Because I'll, cause I'll make it out of here, trust me. And the next time you see me, I'll be there to kill you. Samuel says, don't think there's going to be a next time. Dean says, whatever gets you through the night. Uh, the two demon, Then two demons come and get Dean out of his cell. They drag him down the hallway while Samuel watches. Sam can hear everything. So we cut to Meg, naked and strapped down to a torture table. Christian says, so Crowley wants to know, well, everything. Told me to carve it out of you. Meg says, whatever makes you feel like a man. Demon says, ha ha, you talk a mean game, but you're scared. So we cut to Sam in a cell. He squats down and bites his wrist, drawing blood. We cut to Dean. Ew, stop chewing on yourself, man. <laughs> I know, it's a little disturbing to see him with blood in his mouth it's again. Like you're kind of like, okay. What's yeah. with you and the blood eating? Yeah. He's got a blood issue. <laughs> <laughs> he does have He's a blood a problem, issue. You know? <laughs> no matter whose it is. That's true. It's always in his mouth. <laughs> I know. God. <laughs> so we cut to Dean being thrown into a room covered in gore. Then two ghouls are brought into the room. Uh, one of the demons says, enjoy. Dean says, all right, all right. Shawshank's a great flick, but let's skip the shower scene, huh? One ghoul says to the other, look, breakfast. We cut to demons entering Sam's cell. Sam says, what did you do with my brother? Dem the demon says, oh, you'll find out. You're about to join him. Then they realize they're caught in the devil's trap. Sam is painted on the ceiling with his own blood. Meanwhile, Dean is fighting the ghouls. Dean says, friggin' hate ghouls. Then Sam is running down the hallway looking for Dean. Sam yells, Dean. Dean says, let me go, son of a bitch. Sam yells, Dean. <laughs> There's all these, Dean, Sam, Dean. Dean. <laughs> Sam busts into the room just as Dean is about to get chomped on by the ghouls. He rips a metal bar off the wall and stakes one of them with it. Like, pretty impressively, too. He just, like, full-on takes a pipe off the wall. <laughs> There's Sam in the pipes again. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, he freed another pipe. <laughs> uh, it was badass of him, though, how he ripped it off the wall like that. Yeah, I was pretty impressed, not yeah. gonna lie, because it looked, I mean, I'm sure that, you know, they it made it like a breakaway type thing, but it looked really, like, 
real. Like it was hard to get it off. Yeah. He did. You know? Yeah. So we cut to Meg being tortured. She screams and then says, you know, you're sticking that thing in all the wrong places. <laughs> Christian says, really? You sure were squealing. Meg says, knock yourself out. It's a host body. Some girl from Sheboygan moved to LA to be an actress. It's probably not even the worst thing that ever happened to her. Meg's, I know. Meg screams some more as Christian keeps torturing her with Ruby's knife. Then she starts laughing. Christian says, what are you laughing at? Suddenly, Dean is there, and he grabs the knife from Christian and stabs him in the back. Meg says, Dean Winchester's behind you. Meet Zach. <laughs> Sam says, we should go. So Dean frees Meg. I kind of feel like Sam wanted to leave Meg there. Yeah. He was, he was kind look- of like, let's go. Like, why are you wasting time? Yeah. You Don't doing? waste your time freeing the demon. Yeah. Yeah. So we cut to Crowley visiting the gin Brigetta in her cell. Crowley says, hello, sweetheart. Feeling chatty this morning, are we? Do hope so. Wouldn't want to harm a hair on that pretty little head. So, you ready to tell me all about your daddy? Then the fire alarm rings. Crowley says, hold that thought. Crowley leaves and locks her cell back up. He finds Dean um, sounding the fire alarm in Meg's torture room. Dean turns the alarm off. Crowley says, you should be ghoul scat by now. Then Sam knocks Crowley down from behind. Crowley says, really necessary? I just had this dry cleaned. (laughs) Then he realizes he's stuck in a devil's trap. Crowley says, so to what do I owe the reach around? (laughs) (laughs) Meg enters the room and says, Crowley. Crowley says, whore. (laughs) Meg says, okay, you know what? She squeezes her fists, making Crowley hurt internally. Uh, Meg says, the best torturers never get their hands dirty. Sam wants a word with you. Crowley says, what can I do for you, Sam? Sam says, you know damn well. I want my soul back. Meg says, and here I thought you just grew some balls, Sam. Sam says, well, Crowley says, no. Dean says, Meg. So Meg tortures Crowley some more. Crowley says, I can't. Sam says, can't or won't? Crowley said, Crowley says, I said, can't. I meant can't, you mopped-headed lumberjack. I was lucky to get this much of you out. Going back in there for the sloppy bits? No way. I'm good. But those two in there? Forget it. Sam says, how do I know you're not lying? Crowley says, you don't, but that doesn't change anything. I'm telling you, Sam. Why do you want that thing back? Satan's got one juicy source of entertainment in there. I'd swallow a rag off the bathhouse floor before I took that soul. Unless you want to be a drooling mess. Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> All I, I, I immediately went to like a public bathroom with toilet paper on the floor. Yes. Eating toilet paper off of And I just kind of a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. No thanks. Yep. Gross, gross, gross. <laughs> Um, Meg says, Sam, I hate to say it, but he's right. Sam says, yeah, right. I get it. Thanks. He's all yours. Dean says, whoa, what are you crazy? He's our only hope. Sam says, Dean, you heard him. He can't get it. He's useless. Dean gives Meg Ruby's knife. She starts to enter the devil's trap. Meg says, you'll let me back out, right? The boys agree. Meg says to Crowley, this is for Lucifer, you pompous little. But Crowley takes her down and uses the knife to break the seal. Then he uses his powers to pin the boys to opposite walls. Crowley says, that's better. To Meg, he says, you don't know torture, you little insect. Suddenly, Castiel is there. Cass says, leave them alone. Crowley says, Castiel, haven't seen you all season. You the cavalry now? Cass says, put the knife down. Crowley says, you that bossy in heaven? Here you lo- <laughs> I hear you're losing out to Raphael. The whole affair makes Vietnam look like a roller derby. Hey, what's in the gift bag? Cass holds up a skull and says, you are. 
Crowley says, not possible. Cass says, you didn't hide your bones as well as you should have. Crowley claps and says, cookie for you. Cass <laughs> says, can you restore Sam's soul or not? Crowley snaps and Sam and Dean are free from their walls. Crowley says, if I could help out in any other. Dean says, answer him. Crowley says, I can't. So Cass burns Crowley's bones, making Crowley flame out and turn to ash. Sam grabs the demon-killing knife, and Meg disappears. Dean says, well, she's smart. I'll give her that. I was going to kill her, too. To Cass, he says, of course, I had given you an hour with her first. Cass says, why would I want that? How oblivious are you, Cass? <laughs> he doesn't, okay, just because he copies the pizza man does not mean he gets why the pizza man was doing what he was doing. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, why would I want an hour with her? I don't get it. <laughs> so we cut to outside the prison it's daytime all the boys are standing around the impala dean says thanks cass hadn't it been for you cass says crowley was right it's not going well for me upstairs dean says if there's anything we can do cass says there isn't i wish circumstances were different much of the time i'd rather be here dean says look cass we know you got a steaming pile on your plate there's no need for apologies we're your friends cass says listen sam we'll find another way Sam says, you really want to help? There's a prison full of monsters. Can't just leave them. Can't let them go. Cass says, I understand. And he vanishes. Dean says. He's just like sending him out to do his dirty, or do their dirty work, which kind of sucks. It does suck. But it's easy. Easy for them. Probably oh, easy yeah. for Cass. Easier for like, Cass whatever, to kill him. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dean says, he's right, you know. Sam says, about? Dean says, about your soul. We'll figure something else out. Sam says, no, we won't. Dean says, why? Because Crowley said, Sam says, you heard what Crowley said, and I heard what Cass said. Putting this thing back in would smash me to bits. Dean says, we don't know that for sure. Sam says, you know what? When angels and demons agree on something, call me nuts. I pay attention. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Dean says, you say this now after we practically died trying to? Sam says, exactly. We almost got ourselves killed. I mean, how many times do we risk our asses for this? Enough's enough. Dean says, Sam... Sam says, I don't think I want it back. Dean says, you don't even know what you're saying. Sam says, no, I'm saying something you don't like. You obviously care a lot, but I think that maybe I'm better off without it. Dean says, you're wrong. You don't know how wrong you are. Sam says, I'm not sure about that. Sam turns and walks away. Dean says, Sam, don't walk away. Sam. And credits. Okay, so I don't have a ton of thoughts from this episode, but there's a, there's a lot of stuff that I don't really remember like the whole you know Crowley you know torturing Crowley situation like that was like watching something completely new like I don't yeah same here like Crowley dying I yeah. didn't remember that happening in this episode no I was just like the whole thing was just kind of like uh what you know like, yeah none of that was familiar none of it so yeah. that was it was kind of I kind of like that when that happens though is because it's like, oh, well, I'm seeing, like, stuff that I haven't seen before or whatever. And it's like, exactly. I totally have seen it. It's very yeah. possible, though, that when I was, like, binge-watching it, when you were giving me all the DVDs to watch, mm -hmm. um, that I, like, was making dinner and didn't see a scene or, you know, yeah. whatever. So that's probably what it was. But Yeah, I think I've only seen this episode one time before. So it was kind of like watching an, a, a whole new episode again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which was super fun. Yeah. That, and then the whole, like, torture scene with Meg, like, I kind of remembered, but I didn't remember that it was in this, 
there was enough in this episode that I didn't remember versus stuff that is like, you know, the whole pizza man thing and, you know, Meg getting tortured yeah. and everything, which is like kind of popular, I guess. Mm-hmm. That like, it was, it was an odd, sit, like, mix of oh i know this episode and what the heck is happening you know yeah same here <laughs> um but yeah it was it was just odd like it wasn't it, it, i i didn't i felt like i was getting flung back and forth a lot <laughs> yeah um, yeah i didn't remember christian in this episode i didn't remember him dying in this episode or yeah Mm-mm. like i didn't remember samuel like betraying them in the way he did yeah, no, like, none of it was familiar. <laughs> yeah, all of, yeah, all of it. It's a little it's weird. just like, what? Okay. Yeah. Um, other than that, like, the only, like, I, the whole Seacrest out thing, like, I know, obviously, it's like a Ryan Seacrest, you know. Quote. Quote, not a quote, but, like, something to do with Ryan Seacrest, but, like, is that what he said? Like, was that a tagline of his for a while? Like, I think so. I think it was, Yeah. A little odd. Seacrest was, out. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. really? <laughs> it just, it just really dates this episode, I think. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it was just odd. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, only other thing, Sam having like a bloody mouth was a little disturbing. Yeah. Like, I was like, Hleh! you know, <laughs> I was watching yeah. it. I just couldn't. I was like, ee No thanks. <laughs> it would be so hard to bite your own body enough to make that much blood come out, I think. I know, right? Like, yeah. he would have had to, like, there's no way that he wouldn't have had to, like, be stitched up, you know? <laughs> exactly, yeah. But, I don't know. Anyways, uh, that those are my only thoughts. I didn't really have very many of them, so... But yeah, anyway, okay. uh, what was your favorite moments? My favorite moment was definitely Castiel watching porn. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was so fucking funny. And then he gets a boner about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that part, you know, like, I, like I kind of remembered it sort of, but when Dean was like, ah, oh, now he's got a boner, you know, like, yeah. great, you know? Yeah, and how he's like, and then when, um, when Samuel comes in, he's like, what, you guys just watched porn with angels? And Cass is like, we're not supposed to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like the whole thing was great, and yeah. then when, you know, Cass gets all, like, up on Meg and is like, I learned it from the pizza man, you know, like, yeah. I enjoyed that scene more than I remember enjoying it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because I um, I didn't remember how much he was, like, playing with her hair and face when he was had her against the wall. And then, and then he had his hand on her upper chest. And I was like, that's more than just, like, a good kiss. That's some, like, passion, you know? <laughs> some groping going on. <laughs> There's some groping, and I like it. I like the groping. Yeah. yeah. I... The whole, that whole pizza man situation is just hilarious. Like, yeah. I think, is there another reference to it later on? I don't I think so. Maybe. I don't, I don't think so, though. I feel like there's one other. I always thought that, like, the I learned it from the pizza man happened on, like, a later episode. Oh, okay. Later on in the same episode. Yeah. But, I don't know, maybe there's more than one I don't reference. think so. I think, I think that was it, to be honest. 
But again, like I said, I haven't watched the episodes after season five, most of them, more than one time. There's yeah. a couple like, you know, um, the one we just did, the Fight the Fairies one and, you know, yeah. French Mistake, of course, that Have I've seen, seen a bunch six? of times. Um, I just mean after season five. Oh, after a lot season of, five, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of episodes, most of them, in fact, that I've only seen once. Oh, yeah, for sure. So. Like, there's a, well, I guess I should say season six, there's, is the one so that I go and pick out and watch random ones, you know? Yeah. Like, if I just want to watch a funny episode or something, like, I'll go to season six, because that's where, like, a lot of the set, like, the French mistake and all that sort of stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Um which is in like four or five episodes and I'm super excited. <laughs> oh, that is exciting. I love okay. that episode. Um, but yeah, I, other than that, I don't think I've watched most of the episodes more than yeah. once. I mean, I'm starting to, well, now that I'm re-watching it with somebody else now, I am starting it from the beginning and we're on like season two. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, that'll be, like, it, it's going to be one of those shows, I think, that every time I rewatch it, I'm going to notice more things. <laughs> yeah, totally. But, yeah. So, um... What was your favorite moment? I, my favorite moment was definitely all the, you know, Pizza Man references. Yeah. But especially when Dean's like, ugh, now he's got a boner, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was he's great. He's just like, what do I even do about this situation? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is not, you know, like, yeah. this is not what I signed up for, you know? Yeah. I think it was kind of funny because he seemed, like, fascinated that he could even get one. Yeah, totally. He was just kind of like, whoa. Like, what ew. is that? You know? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, ew. You know, like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah yeah so that that was it's pretty much the same thing for me like all the yeah pizza man references because let's be real it's it's good stuff it was good stuff i also enjoyed watching meg um fight the hellhounds i know we didn't get to see much of it but mm-hmm. it was they made her look like a badass yeah and mm-hmm. so i i thought that was a cool scene yeah there's an interesting fact about i don't know if it's this speci- that specific stat i would guess something to do with that but Okay. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of interesting facts, <laughs> what a segue. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, so it says, um, iridium is a very rare element. It's a brittle, silvery white metal similar to platinum. Um, in fact, iridium is often found inside platinum and has to be extracted from it. Um, why is it talking about iridium? Iridium is um, what Crowley used on the shapeshifter at the very beginning of the episode. Okay, I don't remember that. I was just like, this doesn't seem to have anything to do with it. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, okay, it says iridium is the second densest element, um, osmium being the densest. Only tiny amounts of iridium can be found naturally in the Earth's crust. Um, Most of the iridium on the planet comes or came from meteors. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, it says the gin that is locked up at Crowley's hideout asks Sam and Dean to help her. It's the same gin played by Laura Menel um, that was after Sam and Dean and eventually escaped from them in season six, episode one. Right. Um, it says the title of this episode is from the 1974 exploitation movie of the same name about a woman's prison gone wild. 
Oh my god. Caged heat, man. Yeah, okay. I feel like this is like an orange is the new black sort of situation. <laughs> yeah. I watched like a few episodes of that and there was just like I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. It's just Yeah. Not- I I have actually no desire to watch that show, so yeah, I it was one of those that everybody was telling me to watch it, and so I like kind of started watching it, and I got like a few, uh, not seasons, a few episodes in, and I was like, mm, no, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> not my thing, you know, like it just it kind of moved slow, and there mm-hmm. seemed to be a lot of unnecessary like just sexual stuff, which I'm oh, fine really? with it if it's like part of the plot yeah but not a lot of it was it was just like oh why am I watching this you know like I just yeah uh, whatever I get it, it. okay it's just a little bit too I didn't know it was a really sexual show oh yeah okay yeah it, it was at least from what I saw it was a little mm-hmm. bit like whoa okay you know like this is not what I was thinking it was gonna be <laughs> okay um Anyways, um, it says, while Iridium is fairly rare, in 2009, the price is less than $500, um, I'm guessing, per ounce? OZT. I don't know what OZT is. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Um, It says, about half the price of gold. Um, Most Iridium comes from nickel refining or from sedimentary layers from meteor impacts. It's frequently used to make alloys um, hard or heat-resistant. Um, automotive spark plug electrodes are made from an iridium alloy. Hmm. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, it says Rachel Miner suffered a back injury while filming a stunt gone wrong for this episode. She had to take medication for the injury, which caused her face and body to become swollen. Um, this is a uh, noticeable layer. Um, huh. So it says when Dean tells Castiel that Sam is practically a replicant, he's referring to Blade Runner from 1982, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen. Um, it says before she attempts to smoke out, Meg says Seacrest out. Uh, she's referring to TV and radio personality Ryan Seacrest. But it doesn't say if it's like a tagline of his. If, or if I think it is. Okay. I think I remember it being that, yeah. Okay, I don't know enough about Ryan Seacrest to, like, yeah. I mean, I knew him from American Idol, and that was it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, know. Know. I never even watched American Idol, so. I, I watched it for a while, like, oh gosh, the seasons. I think, like, Carrie Underwood was, like, the first season that I really, like, watched mm-hmm. up through, like, Adam Lambert season uh goodness I don't even know I can't even tell you who was in what season but there was like you know good probably three or four seasons that I really watched but other than that I haven't seen it in a long time yeah um it says after Sam and Dean figure out that Samuel sold them out uh Crowley says best purchase I've made since Dick Cheney (laughs) he's refer or he's referring to former U.S. Vice President Dick Cheney yeah which I don't know enough about him. I don't know enough about him either, except that I, I, for some reason, have the impression that he's a giant douchebag. I mean, from this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if Crowley's saying he bought Dick Cheney. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he, must, he must have done something, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. whether it's, you know, like, a political, like, they're taking one side or the other or whatever, you know, fine. But clearly, there's some sort of controversy there. Con- yeah. Controversy. 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 
Anyways. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Um, so we tried so for our research, we weren't totally sure like what to go off of because there's a lot of stuff that we've already kind of gone over and the town in this episode is like <laughs> I mean it exists, but it's not you know, there's nothing on the internet about it really <laughs> yeah there so, was no like haunting so we just went with um missouri right yeah just uh a one haunting of the in most missouri. haunted houses in missouri yeah um so this is off of only in your um and this is about uh the epperson house um so it says the epperson house is a historic residence located at uh 5200 cherry street in kansas city now part of the university of missouri kansas city um, long believed to be haunted, it has been featured on the top five U.S. haunted houses on TV's Unsolved Mysteries. Ooh, cool. Which is kind of interesting. And if you, it has the pictures of the house, and it's big. It's like a full, it almost kind of looks like it could be like a hotel or something. Oh. Which I don't know what it is now, but it's, it's huge. Um, it says built by a man named Uriah Spray Epperson and designated or uh, designed, sorry, not designated, <laughs> designed by French <laughs> architect um, Horace Lapierre. Uh, construction began in 1919 and was completed in 1923. Um, it says the four story uh, Tudor Gothic structure contained a total of 54 rooms, which is Dang. huge, uh, six bathrooms. Okay, if you've got 50, I mean, I'm assuming it's not 54 bedrooms, it's just 54 rooms in total. But, like, how many bedrooms is that? That's gotta be 20, 20 at least, yeah. 20, 30, something like that. And yeah. only six bathrooms. <laughs> yeah, that's not enough. Not <laughs> I mean, enough. whatever. They might be big bathrooms, you never know. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it says six bathrooms, elevators, a swimming pool, a billiard room, and a custom organ were just some of its features. Um, they also built a tunnel linking the east and west wings, and it even had a barber shop. So it's like a full-on town in there. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, it says, sadly, Uriah uh, Epperson died in 1927, only four years after the home's completion. The building was donated to the university in 1942 by Epperson's widow. It was used as a men's dormitory until 1956, but it um, but is currently vacant and awaiting renovations. Hmm. Um, it says the building is well known for its apparent hauntings and secret passageways, uh, which earned it a spot on Unsolved Mysteries as one of the top five haunted houses in the United States. Secret passageways, that's cool. That Imagine all of the crap that a bunch of guys in a dorm would be up to in all these passageways and all, you know, like they would yeah. be pranking each other and doing all sorts of, You're like, right. it probably needs to be renovated because they've been screwing around too much in there, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> breaking shit, you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, it says, Harriet um, Evelyn Barse, adopted daughter of original owner Uriah Epperson and his wife, is the apparent resident ghost. Um, she died from a perforated gallbladder at the age of 47. That sounds awful. Yeah, it does. Um, the death occurred in the house during the construction of the house's large organ. 
Um, it says she had designed the custom organ for the loft space of the 48-foot living room. Like, whew. Um, the organ, built by the Ruder Organ Company of Lawrence, Kansas, <laughs> um, oh. was finally dedicated to Harriet after a respectable mourning period on Sunday, November 29th, 1925. It says stories attached to the history of the house included um, one in which Uriah had a psychiatric breakdown after his adopted daughter died. Um, they say he murdered his wife and then killed himself inside the house. Mm. This entrapped all of their souls together as a family in the afterlife. Obviously, this is not true, but I'm sure it made for great ghost stories over the years among the college students. Um, it says, over the years, students and security employees have reported seeing Barse's ghost wearing an evening gown as though dressed for a recital. She is said to have accompanied, or she is said to have been accompanied by strange lights and unexplained organ music. <laughs> um, in 1978, campus police were called um, after witnesses heard footsteps in the empty building. Uh, when an officer arrived, he felt, he felt a great crash along with the sound of shattering glass. I wonder if he heard a great how can you, I mean, I guess you can yeah. kind of feel a crash, like if something But still, you hear it, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> he heard a crash and shattering glass. <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. Um, as if a car had hit him from behind. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> when he got out to check it out, there was no uh, other car and no damage. However, his car had moved eight inches based on skid marks beneath his tires. Ooh, creepy. Um... It says, some believe that Epperson himself walks the halls. Um, on one occasion, two campus police officers were doing a regularly scheduled um, patrol of the building. Typical of a walkthrough, they turned the lights on and off in, er, as they scouted the various parts of the house. Um, one light remained lit, and one of the policemen saw a ghostly arm in a blue suit turn off a light. Um, this is believed to be the ghost of Uriah Epperson. So they saw an arm, so you can't... <laughs> A ghost arm. <laughs> there, but there was no face, so how do you, like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, so that's all I've got, but it's pretty interesting, you know? Yeah, that's enough, I think. That's the scary. The whole fam damnly, apparently, is there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, another place that I wouldn't want to go, and I kind of wonder, too, if it was, like, one of those things where they kind of quit using it as a dorm and decided to like renovate it or whatever, because people were, you know, getting too worked up about it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Very possible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so what was your idiot uh, slash ass butt moment from this week? Okay. All right. So I've been thinking a lot about Destiel lately. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I updated my Destiel playlist, so I'm going to have to post another link of that. Yeah. Um, but I was talking about it. I know you don't ship Destiel, but my no. friend um, my friend Sarah, who lives down in California, um, I'm not sure if she ships Destiel, but she's very aware of Destiel, mm -hmm. you know, so we were kind of texting about it a little bit. And um, I texted her a picture of, um, it was... Um, you know that photo shoot that Entertainment Weekly did with the boys recently? Well, like, I guess they did it last year, but there's a video and and subsequent pictures of um, Jensen kissing Misha on the cheek. You know what I'm talking Bailey? about? That picture? I'll send you that picture, too. I think so. Anyway, so we were just kind of texting each other pictures of, you know, all the boys, of, of the boys back and forth. 
And um, I texted her that picture and she sent me this text that was like, um, you know, this is why I love you, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, and I, I didn't get the text message, that text message until the next day. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, I felt so bad because we don't text very often. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and for, and for her to be like, you know, oh, hey, by the way, I love you. And for me to not respond. Oh, God. <laughs> for like a whole day. <laughs> I know. I felt like such an <laughs> asshole. God. Your fault. I know, but I just felt so bad. Oh, <laughs> it was, oh, yeah. So anyway, I texted her back that day and I was like, oh my God, like I just saw your text message and like, I love, love, love you. And <laughs> Like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to reject your love. You know, <laughs> like I just felt so idgity. So anyway, that happened, and she was cool with it. She was totally fine. Sounds like your phone is being a little bit of an idiot. Yeah. Well, I think. I mean, it came through on my phone. I just didn't notice it. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah. That happens to me every once in a while. I'll like hear. Well, and another thing for me that happens a lot is I'll like hear a ding or I'll see like a banner, but as I'm like scrolling through Facebook, I'll like flick the banner up so I don't see like who it was or what it was really. And then I'll okay. realize that like I have a text message like an hour later and I'm like, haha, sorry, we were in the middle of a conversation. I'm waiting to hear back from you. And turns out you already texted me back, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Ugh. yeah. Anyway. So. Yeah. What was your agent or ask what moment? <laughs> So, ooh, Costco, let me tell you what. What happened? I'm a little frustrated with them. So I get this Costco credit card, right? Because they're like, oh, well, you know, it's, you know, not bad to have another line of credit open and, you know, you don't have to use it, whatever. You can just like let it sit there. And I was like, and they're like, you get a discount on gas or whatever, and or you don't get a discount on gas, but you get like cash back or something from getting gas there. I don't remember what exactly okay. it is, but anyways, you get you some get sort of money for paying for gas with it. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, okay. You know, but like, honestly, if you use a credit card to pay for gas, it's 10 cents more expensive per gallon anyways. So it's kind of like, well, what's the point, you know, like, <laughs> okay, yeah, whatever, you know? And so, um, yeah, that was the whole thing. So I'm, you know, at work, whatever, doing my thing. And I get this text message that says you have a, um, oh, what did it say? I'm gonna see if I can find it because I was like, <laughs> what are we talking about here? Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Let me see. I'm going to text you that picture of Jensen kissing Misha on the cheek. Oh, do it. Okay. So it says, I got a text that says, um, city cause it's through city, the bank, um, okay. for the Costco cards. And it's like city payment reminder. And then it says, you know, go here or here to make a payment on your account. And I was like, <laughs> what? You know, like I've never used this credit card even once. And so I log in and it tells me I have a late fee on this card. And I'm like, I don't understand. And I look at it and it caught, it automatically charged, um, a new Costco membership to my account, which I wasn't going to do because I got the executive membership just to see like mm-hmm. what money I would get back or whatever. And turns out I got like $15. So it's not even worth it. <laughs> you no, know, like I spend 120 instead of 60 and I get 15 back. Like, no, thanks. No. Um, and so, and you can, and the money you get back, you can only use at Costco. 
Oh, so okay. it's not like you, I mean, yeah, it'll take some money off of your you know, grocery bill or whatever, but it's not like you just have, like have that money, you know, you yeah. have to use it there. Um, so that was a whole thing. And I'm like sitting there going, are you kidding me? Like, I never agreed to this. I did not, you know, and so I'm like calling Costco going, um, why, <laughs> you know, I had to like, go through the system to try and figure out how to talk to somebody, which was a whole thing. Oh God, I hate that. Yeah. And I finally get a hold of somebody after going through the system and then waiting on hold, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, that's in your like city card, whatever. It was like, you have like, they automatically just like charges your Costco, um, payment or whatever on that every year. Like, so that way you don't have to do it. I'm like, no, you know, like I did not agree to this, you know, like, yeah. and if you, I was like, and I was not told that this was a thing and like, it, well, it's in the fine print in the thing. And I'm like, really? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, you're going to reverse this. I don't need a Costco membership. You know, like if I decide to go and get a Costco membership later, that's fine. But like, no, you're going to pay me back for this, you know? Right. And so they're like, oh, okay, we'll do the, you know, the refund or whatever. And I was like, and I'm going, I was like, I'm going to have to call back if city doesn't let me reverse the, you know, late charge because that, uh, like, you're going to have to pay for that if, you know, like, yeah. if they don't reverse it because that's ridiculous. You know, like I did not agree to this, you know, it'd be one thing if I was told this and I knew, but I don't know. Right. And you know, Part of that's on me for not reading the fine print or whatever. But the fact that he made it a thing of like, it was in the fine print, like really, you know, like, yeah, it wasn't like, oh yeah, that's like part of it. It was like, yeah, it's in the fine print in there. And it's like, really? Somebody should have mentioned that. Yeah, I know. Somebody should mention it. And so I had, and then, so I get through with the phone off them. And they're like, okay, well you should get the refund in X amount of days. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. And then I had to go call city and go through their god awful like i mean i thought costco was bad i literally like had to hang up and call back a couple different times because i got so screwed up in the menu that i just had to like start over again <laughs> oh my god that's it's insane like, are you kidding me like this is not no this is not what i want to do today yeah and so i finally get through and they're like i couldn't talk to anybody and I, you know, they're like, oh, well, do you want to reverse this? Are you trying to figure out how to reverse the charge or something like that? And I'm like, yeah. And so they go through the system and they're like, oh, well, your charge is reversed. And I'm like, I don't trust that, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like I haven't talked to anybody, so I don't know. And so I finally got through to somebody by like on accident, you know, like just pressing buttons and hoping for the best. And right. yelling, cause it's like one of those voice things. I was like, talk to a representative. Oh, <laughs> I just yeah. want to talk to a representative, you know, <laughs> over and over and over again. And so I finally got through and they're like, oh yeah. And I was like, okay, I want to shut this card down because this is, I've never used it. There's no point. I get nothing from this card. Like <laughs> it's not like with, you know, if I were to go and get like, a card through like a clothing store, you know, they'll give you free stuff here and there or whatever, you know, like I'm getting nothing from this card. I'm getting no rewards. The only thing that I would get back potentially is money if I buy gas with a credit card, which is already more expensive. So in all reality, if it's a good 
you know, money back situation, I might be getting back the extra money that I'm spending on gas. So it's even like, I'm not really getting anything, you know? Yeah. And so I was like, shut it down, you know? And he's like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? And it took, oh my gosh, I was on the phone for like two hours between the two different ones. I was like, I hate everything. So yeah, just so y'all know, (laughs) if you have a city card through Costco, they automatically charge it if you didn't already know that. And yeah, there's, it's just, not worth it. So, yeah, it's not. That's bananas. Costco screwed me. <laughs> yeah. But now I don't have to deal with it. I closed everything down, so that's fine. But that that whole system is just, it was more of the trying to get through on the phone systems. That was the biggest pain of it. Like, obviously, oh, yeah. nobody likes to be charged $120 without being told, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, and then getting a late fee on it. Yeah, but yeah. So that was that's my story. That was my frustration of the week <laughs> yeah that sounds horrible it was awful so yeah, yeah definitely not doing that again but <laughs> yeah well thank you so much for listening to our podcast you can email us at idgits and aspects podcast at gmail.com or visit our facebook page idgits and aspects a supernatural podcast you can also find us on instagram thanks again thank you